0: this is section two of mark twain's burlesque autobiography and first romance by mark twain this librivox recording is in the public domain mark twain's burlesque biography and first romance by mark twain section two awful terrible medieval romance chapter one, the secret revealed it was night stillness reigned in the grand old feudal castle of klugenstein The year twelve-twenty-two was drawing to a close. Far away, up in the tallest of the castle's towers, a single light glimmered. A secret council was being held there. The stern old lord of Klugenstein sat in a chair of state, meditating. Presently he said, with a tender accent, "'My daughter!' A young man of noble presence, clad from head to heel in knightly mail, answered, "'Speak, father!' My daughter, the time is come for the revealing of the mystery that hath puzzled all your young life. Know, then, that it had its birth in the matters which I shall now unfold. My brother Ulrich is the great duke of Brandenburg. Our father, on his deathbed, decreed that if no son were born to Ulrich, the succession should pass to my house, provided a son were born to me. And further, in case no son were born to either, but only daughters, then the succession should pass to Ulrich's daughter, if she proved stainless. If she did not, my daughter should succeed, if she retained a blameless name. And so I and my old wife here prayed fervently for the good boon of a son. But the prayer was vain—you were born to us. I was in despair. I saw the mighty prize slipping from my grasp, the splendid dream vanishing away. And I had been so hopeful. Five years had Ulrich lived in wedlock, and yet his wife had borne no heir of either sex. But hold, I said, all is not lost. A saving scheme had shot athwart my brain. You were born at midnight only the leech, the nurse, and six waiting women knew your sex. I hanged them every one before an hour had sped. Next morning all the barony went mad with rejoicing over the proclamation that a son was born to Klugenstein, an heir to mighty Brandenburg, and well the secret has been kept. Your mother's own sister nursed your infancy, and from that time forward we feared nothing." when you were ten years old a daughter was born to ulric we grieved but hoped for good results from measles or physicians or other natural enemies of infancy but were always disappointed she lived she throve heaven's malison upon her but it is nothing we are safe for (laughs) have we not a son and is not our son the future duke our well-beloved conrad is it not so for woman of eight and twenty years as you are my child none other name than that hath ever fallen to you now it hath come to pass that age hath laid its hand upon my brother and he waxes feeble the cares of state do tax him sore therefore he wills that you shall come to him and be already duke in act though not yet in name your servitors are ready, you journey forth to-night. Now listen well, remember every word I say. There is a law as old as Germany, that if any woman sit for a single instant in the great ducal chair before she hath been absolutely crowned in presence of the people, she shall die. So heed my words, pretend humility, pronounce your judgments from the premier's chair." which stands at the foot of the throne do this until you are crowned and safe it is not likely that your sex will ever be discovered but still it is the part of wisdom to make all things as safe as may be in this treacherous earthly life o my father is it for this my life hath been a lie was it that i might cheat my unoffending cousin of her rights spare me father spare your child what hussy is this my reward for the august fortune my brain has wrought for thee by the bones of my father this puling sentiment of thine but ill accords with my humor betake thee to the duke instantly and beware how thou meddlest with my purpose let this suffice of the conversation it is enough for us to know that the prayers the entreaties and the tears of the gentle-natured girl availed nothing They nor anything could move the stout old lord of Klukenstein, and so, at last, with a heavy heart, the daughter saw the castle gates close behind her, and found herself riding away in the darkness, surrounded by a knightly array of armed vassals, and a brave following of servants. The old baron sat silent for many minutes after his daughter's departure, and then he turned to his sad wife and said, "Dame." our matters seem speeding fairly it is full three months since i sent the shrewd and handsome count detzin on his devilish mission to my brother's daughter constance if he fail we are not wholly safe but if he do succeed no power can bar our girl from being duchess e'en though ill fortune should decree she never should be duke My heart is full of bodings, yet all may still be well. Tush, woman, leave the owls to croak. To bed with ye, and dream of Brandenburg and grandeur. End of section two, chapter one.